Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, today we have a uh, full episode, uh, as we had talked about before with the shorty episodes. We still haven't figured out a name for that. Um, shorty sounds pretty good, actually. Um, shorty sodes. Um, we, uh, we this one's going to be a full length one. Uh, today we're kind of doing something a little bit different. Uh, I, I feel like I say that at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> Can I do something different? Every episode is different. This one's going to um, be different because it's going to be the exact same. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what uh, we're going to be talking about today is we're going to do kind of a deeper dive on clone, or I'm sorry, trooper types in Star Wars and then droids. And uh, next week, as this podcast comes out, we're going to be watching in the theaters The Batman with um, Robert Pattinson. So that one I'm sure we'll be doing an episode on. Um, We've got a couple things kind of lined up. I hope you can get geeked up. up about that. I know you don't seem very Maybe. excited. Maybe I'll get excited about that one. I just hope you can get there. Um, but, yeah, so we're. I'm going to be talking about uh, the troopers, and uh, Mickey's going to be talking about droids today. So I guess. And that's just kind of a first segment, as we mentioned yeah. off mic, that we'll, right. we'll just break down these different characters. Yeah, we'll kind of see how it goes. And, and then we'll it, possibly you know, have two more in another episode, and then yeah. we'll keep going with that. Right, so. exactly. Kind of just doing more of a deep dive than we usually do, uh, um, you know, just Specifics. generically talking about a, a TV show or movie. So. But anyways, so Mickey, what do we got for in the news today? Well, the first thing uh, is the MCU officially scraps two highly anticipated series in 2022. In uh, the first one was called Secret Invasion about oh, about yeah. Nick Fury. Okay. And for some reason, the second season of of What If will not debut in hmm. 2022. So, which is interesting because that first one's definitely tying into Multiverse of Madness now. Right, and I think it was wildly popular, even. People I never would have expected to get into oh, it really right. liked it. And so. you said that was a comic line at one point? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, After that, uh, new rumor claims to reveal Marvel Studios' next Avengers storyline. says it will be a trilogy. Okay. So uh, that's kind of interesting. Just Yeah, a, another, another, yeah, kind of building off of that whole approach with, like, Endgame and Infinity War, how it was, like, a sequel, direct sequel. Right. So they'll probably do it in a, yeah, a trilogy. Um, I guess there's <clears throat> a few more posts here. One um, thing I did hear is that Kevin, maybe we talked about this, Kevin Feige isn't going to be doing um, any more Avengers movies, like actually call, being called Avengers. Yeah, I guess. I, I think, think that was have, one of our might posts. might have mentioned that, yeah. Right, they'll, they'll be along those lines. I'm sure there's going to be movies where they come all together, but right, they won't call not gonna, it that. In, in namesake or whatever, yeah. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, um, Star Wars movie would fix big Disney problems. She's possibly going to direct yeah. one of the movies. She's directed a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. She's, yeah, I think, done a great directed an episode of Book of Boba Fett. So, yeah. I mean, she's just a terrific actress, too. I, I love her in the Jurassic World movie. Right. So she's I think, still doing stuff like that yeah. all the time, too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2 producer reveals release date on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, end of this year, I think. Or I think it was. Or, fall of this year right which would make sense yeah halloween of 2022 which yeah yep. that would make sense yep. probably knowing the release dates of disney plus stuff i wouldn't be surprised if that's part of their like 
October, beginning of October, like Halloween roll rollout. They usually, it's not like they wait until Halloween to release that. Like that movie will come out probably end of September, early October. And that one's probably pretty concrete. Yeah. I thought you were going to say a lot of times these are subject to change too. Oh, I hope not. With I, the world I'm of really COVID excited. and all that stuff. Well, especially. it is, it is, but yeah. Uh, Disney's, Disney Plus's Loki season two production uh, has started. That's good to yeah, know because that, that's probably my favorite show, right? Of the Marvels. Yeah, that was yeah, and I think that'll, that's definitely gonna have a, a impact on Multiverse of Madness. I think they'll they'll play off of each other. Oh yeah, I think there'll be a lot of information we'll learn from there. Um, I guess there's, oh Marvel's weirdest Secret Wars romance may bring Deadpool to the MCU. That's kind of exciting for yeah. me. Yeah, everything. It's coming. It's just when or how it's going to happen. And the love interest would be Janet Van Dyne, aka the Wasp, from the comics, I guess, because Hmm. his his girlfriend is you know has passed on, and if he's still alive, he would have another love interest because he's interesting. And Janet Van Dyne was the girl who was in the woman that was that's Michelle Pfeiffer, right? No, or is Janet Van Dyne? No, the Wasp. Oh, so it's the it's the, her daughter. Yes. Okay. okay. I don't remember that actress's name, but the one yeah. that's that. Yeah, that's um, Paul Rudd's Paul's character. Paul Rudd's love interest. Right. Oh, that, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, with the multiverse, you can do whatever you want now. Right, so. and I think this goes back to the comics. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is just possibly speculation, but there is. It's inevitable that they're going to start bringing in like the Fantastic yeah. Four and the X Men and all that stuff in the MCU. Right. Deadpool, you know, and I anything Deadpool makes me. Act like a little child, so <laughs> right. I don't want to phrase that the wrong way and sound really weird. <laughs> Makes me super excited. <laughs> uh, here's just Ahsoka leaving Luke Skywalker and Boba Fett is a massive for Star Wars. Just as basically, it's going to branch off and that that mm-hmm. kind of introduces yeah, that, its own show because it is going to be its own show. Yeah, right. So that's yeah, really telling. Um, other than that, it's just a lot more release dates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, then in so May twenty fifth, you know, do you know the significance of that date, right? That's the first. That was the day that Star Wars was right. released. So instead of doing a May fourth release, they, they, spec- they, they, they did a May twenty fifth, which was the do first one time Obi one was seen on the big screen. So. Right. Yeah, because May the fourth would make sense because everybody it's such a big deal now. But um, I think they wanted to do a tribute more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I guess. That's kind of all the rest. A lot of this is just speculation and stuff. So, well, Stranger Things um, will be the series will end with season five. Um, season premiere, season four dates will be coming out soon. I think in the next few months, right? Yeah, I, I would season think. four will premiere on the streaming service May twenty seventh. They said they said that season four. And then there's a season five, but it's going to be like, I've heard a couple different things. Season four, it's going to be like season four, part one, and then season four, part two. Or like something. they're doing with The Walking Dead. Yeah. 14 different mini seasons of, my God, like two episodes a time or something. And that's back on too, by the way. Yeah. I started watching I'm, that last Sunday because I'm dumb I'm behind. enough to play TV. I'm behind. Well, you save money by being behind, so good for you. <laughs> I spent a lot of money to watch a bunch of shows and get fatter. Yay for me. Oh, Dave Grohl uh, released a new metal album yeah, to promote that with movie. that movie. Yeah, uh, Studio yeah, yeah. 666. Right. I'm really excited about that, too. Yeah. We we are planning on seeing that, huh? 
We should. I, uh, I think so. it comes out this weekend. Oh, is it this weekend already? Yeah, I, I guess so. it is pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this Friday or Saturday. I today would or definitely tomorrow. like to see that in the theater though, if, yeah. if possible. So. Yeah. Um, I kind of covers most of the stuff since the last time we talked. So. Sounds good. Go. All right. So, like I said, we're gonna. It'll be a little bit of a deep dive. Um, if you're familiar with like the dk visual dictionary we had talked about these types of things before it'll be along those lines kind of where we're like not just being like and then there's r2d2 like it's going to be a little bit more detailed than what you're used to us talking about in general so mickey's you're oh sorry but yeah the way the droids are described no matter where i looked I'm going to come at it from a little different angle than you're going to be able to. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. I'm just saying instead of what we normally do where it's like, oh, yeah, and then R2-D2 is in the Mandalorian. Like, we're going to actually talk. Break just, down. You know, break down things a little bit more. A little bit. We're going to take a more time, and this, that's what this episode's for, is to devote time to, hey, here's some things you might not know about droids. Here's some things you might not right. know about troopers. And I'll be talking know? about, like, the different classes of droids. Right. Whereas you'll be introducing the troopers as they appear right so clone and then imperial and then um first order yeah so that kind of just based on each trilogy i mean because it's pretty much that's how they stuck to you know each trilogy had its own trooper type so with droids we talked about this offline it's just it's not the same clean i mean obviously you know r2 and c3po are in all nine movies well and there's all types of droids the whole time right Right. Oh, yeah. There's, so there's definitely like, not, with the troopers, yeah. there's different kinds at different times, and and they serve different purposes. Whereas right. the droids are just always in existence, you know. So. Exactly. So without further ado, Mickey. Well, I guess um, it's basically whatever they were used in a variety of roles and environments. Often, those considered too menial or dangerous for humans or other species, or fields requiring extensive specialization knowledge, like medieval and astromech. Droids, astromech, that's hard for me to say for some reason. Uh, the, these, those designed for combat were battle droids. Mm-hmm. Depending on model and purpose, droids were totally obedient, rugged, expandable, capable of vast memory recall, and mathematically precise. This all made them well-suited for many jobs, though lack of independent thought and cheaper, less advanced models limited capability. Uh, and so basically they weren't able to form personalities, which made means they couldn't necessarily interact as well, right? But on the other hand, they couldn't take over and start, right. you know. And so there was kind of, yeah. Guess, that's basically how they described, yeah, a conflict of of dis, of design. They didn't want to make them too intelligent, yeah, right. But intelligent enough that they could do the job they wanted to do. And and I would almost like not to interject, but oh, I would please. almost like classify. Like I don't, I don't want to say AI because they're definitely AI. That's what I even said. Um, yeah, as... but I like in the Star Wars universe, you have different like classes of characters where it's you've got humanoid characters who are intelligent, but are also you could there could be aliens. It could be like a Plo Kloon or a, a Kit Fisto that are like clearly not humans, but they're humanoid. They're Darth Vader sentient creatures, right? Like Darth Vader is. I mean, he's human. But a but, lot of his body is animatronic or, right. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you've got those, like, sentient beings. And then you've got, like, creatures who I would say, like, like a, a Rancor. They kind of flipped the script on us for that one. But, like, uh, uh, you know, the characters in the, the arena, you know. And then you have 
droids. Like, they're, like, it's, like, the three pillars of, like, what makes up the Star Wars universe in terms of, like, the players in that, you know, in that story. They often refer to, like, living beings that are organic. Yeah, the word right, organic use. or, yeah. But but it's it's interesting, like, a, a, a Tauntaun and a Wampa aren't sentient. Like, they don't have, right. like intelligent capabilities like they're using them they're or simple like they're, creatures they're, kind, they're, they're creatures so it's like they're an alien creature but like if you looked at plo Koon, like he's clearly intelligent and forms a culture and everything else about him but he's still alien so it's like it's, it's a species equivalent to humans right but uh, whereas the the rancor is more like an animal like right, a cow like a, or something you exactly know? exactly a little so, more vicious i suppose but that all being said like droids are like such an important part of this, oh, this world, like it's right. such a, it's it's like, it's integral. Like it's not even like a like an afterthought or like oh we got a microwave. Like it's so like it's important to their daily lives. Oh right, you know to that point. And I that's guess. why, like even as these movies came out, um, our civilization is advancing more rapidly all the time. Like in the last fifty years, we've advanced with technology more than we had ever had before that. Right, and yeah. I'm kind of interested in the whole you know alien philosophy and extraterrestrial and how, how they may have been in, impacting us since our origin origins you know so mm-hmm. um this galaxy that was a long time ago and far far away is so much more advanced than us when it comes right. to using these ai type creatures and stuff and it just kind of makes your makes my brain just get excited just thinking about that the know? technology yeah it's just i mean we could go down a whole nother rabbit hole about like ai and robots and things that we have in our own universe but yeah it's just it's pretty it's really interesting. I mean, because I think humans even have attachments to these droids. You know, oh, you right. see that with R two and Anakin. You know? I was watching Solo, a Star Wars story, mm. and oh yeah, yeah, the one robot's like, yeah, I think Lando has the hots for me. You know, I mean, she, she's a robot, and, and Han Solo's love interest kind of looks at her like, yeah, how would that, that work? How would that work? <laughs> oh, it would work. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love that smart ass attitude from a robot. It's right. Cool. Uh so and then I, I just kind of wanted to. The actual definition, according to Star Wars lore, okay. of, of, a, of a droid is mechanical and or electronic construct designed with self-aware consciousness as distinguished from a computer by having self-contained method of locomotion put into service to assist organic life. Right, and I like that distinction between that and a computer. Like, the Millennium Falcon has computers on board, and it's a ship. But right. it doesn't have artificial intel. It might have, arti- but it doesn't have like artificial intelligence like a droid does. It's not lifelike you know? being, right? Basically. Exactly. Like yeah. it's not gonna do something autonomously on its own without anybody telling it what to do. We're using way bigger you know? words than we usually do. Hope we don't hurt ourselves. Ate my Wheaties this morning. <laughs> Just sprained my tongue. Okay, so as far as the classes, as I mentioned, there's there's five classes of droids divided based on creativity, intelligence. And capacity for independent thought and nature of work. Class one would include such droids as medical droids, which is self-explanatory. They're they're helping right. with any kind of organic medical issues and stuff like Utilizing that. Utilizing a Bacta tank, Bacta, Bacta tank, and like an Empire Strikes yeah, Back, right. you know, and and the Book of Boba. And the Book of Boba. Yep. Which they really put an emphasis on that in that show. Have um, you seen that one yet? No. Have we talked about that? I thought it was a pretty good. S- sounds familiar. Show. Uh, biological science droids, which studied life of plants and animals and minerals. Uh, physical science droids, which studied the phenomena found in physical universe and developed uh, tested theories. Mathematic droids were capable of billions of calculations in short periods of time 
with lesser versions being used as accountants. That's the class one, mm. kind of more simpler. Okay, droids yep, like a, a glorified computer, a, Briggs, a spreadsheet that can do calculate. Yep, or, it's like, doing basic tasks, but doing them well. Right, like in, in doing even accountant type. Right. So they're, they're still lifelike beings to some degree. Those ant droids that we see in Book of Boba Fett that are building that Jedi tr- temple, that's what I would consider, though. They're moving yeah. the rocks to build the temple. Like that, right. that would be in that class, I would right, imagine. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, then there's class two, which are like engineering and technical type droids. And, okay. and the different types of those are the astromech, as we previously mm. mentioned. The primary function was to calculate hyperspace jumps and other functions like repairing ships. Uh, or running some functions during flight. Right. Yeah. Uh, exploration droids, which explored planets, asteroid fields, possible hyperspace lanes, and deep space, and tested them for natural resources. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And some of these, I, I'm not. I wasn't even all that familiar with till I did this research. Like, right. You take them for granted. You could see them in the background doing this stuff, but yeah. since they don't explain it a whole lot, That's you don't necessarily thing. know George what Lucas doing. did such an amazing job of world building. Every that, little like, detail. Yeah. It's just you. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, environmental droids, which studied influence, the influence environment, basically, just yeah, trying to what figure the... out what's going on around them. Right. And okay. engineering droids, oh, sorry, engineering droids perform tasks in fields of aerospace, industrial, and material engineering, and more. And then finally in this class was the maintenance droids, more sophisticated droids making technical repairs to starships, mm. while simpler versions were class five. Okay. Gotcha. So, like, the pit droids would be kind of, like, in that, where they were doing repairs. A little more advanced than yeah, the Class they 5 were versions. To, yeah, right. So, you, you've got a, a droid that's able to analyze a problem and create a solution without any input from right. the owner, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. Okay. And a lot of these, their sole purpose was to do that, but they're so good at it that they advance further than humans. Right. As far as well, well, yeah, and, I mean, you can see that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Class 3 type of droid was, they were built basically for human interaction um and that includes protocol droids which mm. are programmed for diplomacy with a knowledge of millions in different languages and cultures cc3po yeah c c c okay i can't barely speak english i shouldn't try to cross over Servant droids, which worked in private households as butlers, maids, and personal chefs. You don't even think about that. Yeah. I mean, these these people when, had home lives and stuff, and that's what these droids were serving a purpose for. So uh, the other one that comes to mind is that little, like, basically unicycle droid that was pulling Anakin and Padme and that little, right. like, cart thing. And then it's a, that same droid is in Book of Boba Fett pulling the woman who – built the starship or whatever. yeah almost like a tuk tuk like you'd see in, in asia yeah right Parts of asia or whatever. right yeah. exactly yeah these like yeah they're helping out they're doing yeah menial kind of servant type tasks yeah. right right okay uh, then there's tutor droids which they had an extensive knowledge with which to tutor students and the young ones of the or- okay organic right right and you do i think you see some of those i'd have to i'd have to pinpoint it but i'm like i got a picture in my head of like a a droid that was like a teacher, but maybe it with the Padawans, probably. I think, even yeah, in movies, the Padawans, and then like I thought maybe the clones or something, but maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. No, I think I, I, I mean, I'm sure we saw them, but you almost take them for granted because they're not necessarily a focus right. of whatever show or movie you're watching right. at the time. Uh, then you actually had child care droids, speaking of which, yeah, which took care of and sometimes protected children. 
Um, some were not necessarily more than expensive toys, where others actually shot blasters while carrying the child away. Right. So, it's so just, as as with all these droids, there's different ranges of them, you know. So IG-11 famously was reprogrammed to be a nurse right. droid for Baby Even Yoda. It was a war type droid. Right. So it was a battle droid. It was a it was a bounty hunter. I mean, you see IG-11, right, or IG-88 in yeah. the uh, Empire Strikes Back. He's the same type of droid that IG-11 was in the Mandalorian. But, like you said, he was reprogrammed to be that nurse right. droid. So. That's kind of a, like going from a military commander to a, nanny. a full-time nanny. Yeah. He did his job well. So. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, can't fault him for that. And, and he was kind of a lovable character in that show, too. Especially well, he was voiced he by his... Taika Waititi. Did you know that? I think maybe I did. We, I think we mentioned yeah. that at one point. Yeah, yeah, he's voiced by him, so, yeah. yeah but he was a, yeah, definitely, definitely a good character. Strong. Oh, yeah. And it's a good callback, too. I love, and obviously they, they're doing it again with Book of Boba Fett, but it's like you've seen this guy, this droid before, you know? Right. And so it was just nice to utilize something that was very minimal screen time, and you brought him to but the But it was familiar, you know? and you, I'm right. like, oh, I remember. Well, just, like, look at the popularity of Baby Yoda. Right. And, I mean, granted, Yoda's a much more, uh, developed character they, they could have easily created a brand new species though right. and they didn't they built on the existing to let you, you know, know there's more than one and that's yeah. what you're kind of saying with that droid it's nice to see that familiarity and right. oh there are other versions right. of that and not even that but like he is a bounty hunter just like ig88 right. was like just they were made for bounty hunting right you know so and then they just yeah. got a hold of him and said you know what you're gonna take care of kids now <laughs> he used damn to it quill <laughs> right thanks exactly uh, then we go on to the Class 4 type of droid, which was um, they were programmed to fight and had weapons. So that would include um, such droids mm. as security droids, which guarded businesses, households, and other buildings with non-lethal weapons or simple alarms. Uh, you had inter- interrogation torture droids. Mm. Pretty self-explanatory. Yep. Yep. Uh, gladiator droids, which were designed for fighting other droids or even yeah. organic beings for entertainment. Makes purposes. sense that that would be a natural progression. Like right. A, like know, the Roman. Coliseum right. type like, of thing. Yep, yeah. Like the Romans used to do for entertainment. Uh, and then the battle droids, as you mentioned, uh, is another type. Usually used in armies since they're easier and cheaper to make than organic armies. Mm. Many were quite durable, while others were more Basically, cannon fodder, which is a term they like to use all the time. So, it was interesting. One of the things during this research that I, I saw was that the Galactic Empire outlawed battle droids after the whole the Clone Wars. Right. So, they classified um, the droid from, from uh, uh, Rogue One. The black droid that was like an imperial oh, droid yeah. or whatever. I think it is. Imperial. They classified it as imperial something different, something. but it was that's what it was. It was a battle. It was a you know made for war. They looked they, different. Know, a little they looked bit, different, and they were like, but they that's basically what they were programmed for. So they, they basically the did like a workaround. But then it starts to make sense now when you start de- diving into this like culture of these people who just got out of this Clone Wars where the aggressors were these droids. Right. So like you go back to yeah. a no hope, and you're like. We don't serve your kind. They're droids. Like they right. they have such a negative association yeah. with droids that like even the Andalorian is like I don't work with droids. I don't work with yeah. droids. Like because right. he was attacked. His parents were killed by droids. So right. it's like it's this weird like you know almost like 
like they're another species. It's like a racism thing, but it's like, but it's not even like it's just so. It 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 would be the same thing as like somebody who just got out of World War Two, who's like, I don't want to, I don't want to be with Japanese or German. Like that is so in the forefront of their like right, wrong, or indifferent. Like clearly, that's a racist statement. Wired in their brains, but it's something that's like, ah, you know, like they just have such a negative experience with those droids because they launched a full-scale war against them. Right. And we're looking at it as a perspective of, like, oh, gosh, the Jedi went down in the Empire. But, like, to a common person, that whole conflict was all in one, and they're still in the same Empire that was, like, at right. the beginning of the Clone Wars. Like, they're not looking at it as, oh, the bad guys won. Like, that's no. not, like, the, the Empire did such a good job of, like, convincing people and like then turning on, I don't know. Anyways, so well, and, like and, and it happened no. in their lifetime, so they're not just right. soon forgetting that. And I, I, I'm gonna sound like an ignorant geek now when I say this because, as we've proven, we're much more Star Wars fans than Trekkies. Yeah. But there's a race whose name I'm forgetting in Star Trek that are just known as aggressive, mm. and and right. to advance their their own species, they pretty much attack everyone else, and that's okay. kind of how these how these other species would look at the droids. Right. Especially battle right. droids. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no positive yes. thought about them. They, they tried killing us. They killed my friends and family. I mean, that's how you're going to look. And at then it. also just the fact that you're talking about these different classes of droids is where it's like they looked at them as a specific class of droids. So they were okay with, you know, the droid, you know, fixing like their, R2. you know, whatever. But like, you know, obviously I'm sure a humanoid droid like C-3PO, like that brought back like. I mean, well, what, he, what was, he was a battle droid at one point, you know? Right. And so what are you it, capable of? I mean, yeah, right. And I mean, maybe something in your hard wiring goes bad and you go back. Well, to I think that they played on that a lot with the Mandalorian about how he's just distrust for droids and how right. he was just like, I don't like he was super leery about IG-11. And he was yeah. ready to blow him up. And he's just like, no, he's been reprogrammed. He's fine. It's like just an interesting like cultural dynamic that is a byproduct of that war and what it, how would it impact? Well, people, and, and they, they almost look at them like they're another organic being altogether. Right. Well, that's like the thing. Once is they're like pre-programmed, the, there's no way they're going to be able to go yeah, back to the, the way they were. The lines are but, very blurry when it comes to like sentient beings and droid. Like, if they like can we talk about own. like that, you said that they didn't have a personality, but it's like, it's so like right there to being a personality. Like, See if anybody would look at C three PO and be like, he's got a personality. I mean, he doesn't, but it's so it's well, right even there. Even the droid I mentioned from so, from Soloist, oh, well, she's yeah, got exactly. a smart ass attitude. Right. That's definitely personality. Right, exactly. Right. But it was programmed. Right. So it's like, does it really her personality? It's, it's not somebody her, else's but, personality. You actually programmed her. But right. Yeah. But like you say, when you're living amongst these droids, you, right. you see them as another organic being because, right. especially if they've killed your family and I mean, stuff. In episode three, Revenge of the Sith, he um, Anakin even says something to Obi Wan. He's like, "Don't make any cir- short circuit droids." He's doing or cir- short circuit jokes. He's doing his best. R 2s doing his best, right. and it's like he's like defending him, like right. he's, he's like, like he's a, his little offended. kid. Like he's <laughs> like, "Don't make fun of him again." You know? And there were times where R two and C three PO did get offended by certain comments. Right, right, exactly. Han would offend C three PO all the time. Actually. Yeah, so there's like. Yeah, it's definitely like it borders on. Yeah, it's like they have human the, the, characteristics. It's so blurry. You can't. You can't. I mean, it, and that's. I mean, that's the genius of what Star Wars oh, is. The whole is story, right? They, you can have an interaction with non-human characters, and you telling a whole story. So right, and along the uh, just to add this last point to the class four type droids, 
uh, actual assassin droids, which were used by assassins to eliminate mm. their targets. Um, only droids built specifically to kill organics. These are the only ones that were specifically designed okay. to kill yep. organic beings. Yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah, they were, they were very like purpose-driven. Right. Yeah. Uh, then that finally takes us to the Class 5 type of droids, which were manual labor. Um, mm. And they got stuck doing the chores that nobody else wanted to do. So maybe those ant droids were... More class five. Uh, yeah, you know? the, the way this was described, I thought class one was more simple, but I think there's a lot more to it. It's just it's their um, what they're programmed to do. Mm-hmm. It, their nature of work yeah. is what makes the classes different, right? So there is like at, in each class, there's different like this, there's simpler versions and way more advanced versions, that right? Are right. Expected yeah. To do a yeah. lot more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's I mean, how like I you can said, understand. There's so many types of droids that to right. try to even like boil it down to five classes is even, like this somebody really had to think about that to which is crazy because this is a fictional story <laughs> i mean this isn't a real I mean, galaxy people do, people do the same thing for like um uh lord of the rings though right but know. i mean it's it's amazing to the level of detail they go that it's mm. almost overwhelming the amount of droids like what yeah this isn't a thing this isn't a place I mean, in our doesn't, lives, it doesn't it exist. Like you're extrapolating from five seconds of screen time, right? Uh, yeah, and, and yet, <laughs> if you even get five seconds of screen time, and it we might can't... be half a second blurred view. You know? Yeah, and and we, as long as our episodes tend to go because we like to talk, we don't even have time to go into all the different types of droids and what they all f- function. And even I, I, I did see a list of everyone that was named throughout the movies and shows, mm-hmm. and it was only a list of like twenty five where they actually got a name. But if you oh. took the time to see all the different types of droids for the mm. movies and shows, it would be in yeah. the thousands, I would think. Right, right. If you ever want, if you're ever bored, could go down the Wikipedia rabbit hole, which is Wikipedia for Star Wars. If you you if you weren't familiar with that, that's definitely a the fandom can, app, right? You get lost in that. Yeah, it's 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 attached to that fandom app, right? Though. And yeah, and it's. It's amazing all the information on there, and yeah. it's it's it seems to be more informed than Wikipedia, because people who are dedicating their time to this are going to be a little right. more educated. They're, and informed yeah, they're it. definitely yeah more yeah, knowledgeable of the subject. I think Wikipedia is kind of where way more general. Right, you know, some drunken idiot wants to put an opinion on there, and oh, I guess that's fact now. Right, not right. That, not that we don't know any drunken idiots. Oh wait, I might be one. I have I haven't gone that far yet. I haven't been that bored to start editing right, yeah, Wikipedia I pages. Even done that, but yeah. that would be fun. That I've done some fun. stupid things. To go to like Jay Cutler and be like, he's the worst quarterback in the history of the NFL. Fact, <laughs> right? It's been scientifically proven. <laughs> so yeah, I, there's uh, three different droids in this class. Um, there's the general labor droids. Labor They speak better than I do. The general labor droids. Uh, whatever owners wanted, such as heavy lifting, mm-hmm. basically stuff that the organics couldn't do or didn't right. want to do. Right. You're not going to use necessarily a piece of machinery because you need that artificial intelligence to make decisions. You right. Know, like it's almost like a forklift. Yeah. You know, the, the, I mean, a little more intelligent than that because yeah. they're in, interactive and everything. Right. But. Right. Yeah. Uh, then you have the labor specialist droids, which specialize in one job specifically and they were the master of that but did very poorly at everything else they would be C put to assembly test. line robot right exactly and finally there was the hazardous service droids mm. and they performed tasks that organics could not do due to the hazard inf- environments they'd be risking their lives or possibly die from doing it so weren't those on mustafar at the end of revenge of the sith 
wasn't there droids that were like scooping up the lava to go into like the yeah. smelting right and so i think that's that's what you're talking about is like a, a, a clearly a human can't just go that close to extreme they would heat be and disintegrated you know, yeah. yeah right oh uh, and that's i mean i i looked in a bunch of different places that's kind of the summary of all the different types of droids again that i could go into the list of names of them and you know i could cut through the filming and say, oh, these droids are there, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. Because yeah. even I have more of a life and lots of shows that I have to watch instead. Right. So, if you had to narrow it down, and I know you're not going to because you like Because I always give a, a three okay, so answer. Three, answer. Three. What would be your <laughs> Crap. three? Either, either He's your, on to me. Your three favorite droids or your three, like, like obviously R2 is a droid, but it's an astromech droid. What would be your three favorite either types of droids or... Char- droid characters who would you pick um i guess it'd be it'd be ones we mentioned i mean r2 is a fan favorite so i almost feel cheesy saying that because he just saves the day all the time sticks his yeah. little member out and he's, to a wall and well, he just saves the he's day as and, much as a part of i mean he's a and he's got character. some personality like you see him yeah. like when in, in dagobah he gets launched and you hear <laughs> i mean he's just a lovable little creature <laughs> i just love it though because there was something that's like translating what BB-8 versus what R2 would say. Right. And it's like BB-8 was like all well, the beeps and boops. And it's like, oh, no, guys, we're in such a big oh, trouble. Shucks. And then shucks. R2 screaming be like, we're effing. God F- damn it. Guys. We're all going to die. Guys, let's get the F out of here. Like that, that's how they – yeah. Which so, it's a, that's a great point because BB-8 was not one of my favorites. It was kind mm-hmm. of an annoying little droid that they wanted yeah. to introduce. Yeah, they, new they tried to – yeah, they tried right. to remake the – yeah. And I think early on, C-3PO was kind of looked about like that, but he became so lovable because he shows up in every movie. He just right. came along right. for the ride. Yeah. Um, other than that, I would say IG-88. Okay. Which is kind of weird because I usually lean towards the light side. But a bounty hunter, yeah. he's kind of badass. Yeah. And, you know, just, just you know, black and white. No, just And bounty hunters were kind of gray, you know? Yeah. They weren't on one side or the other. They were just right. doing their job. They were for, hired for a purpose. Right, no matter, matter who was who paying hired. the bill. Yeah. It could have been the light side. It could have been the dark side. Yeah. Um, And third choice, I guess. I, you don't a, have to have a third. No, I'm going to now. <laughs> I can't usually answer with one. Now I can't even give you three. That's kind of stupid. So you had mentioned. I guess engineering droids since I get to work okay. with. People like you that are engineers all the time. And I've I mean, been called a droid before. So. <laughs> most, um, most of my engineer, my friends are engineers, and a lot of them do droid, act like droids a lot of times. So. so you, you do not, for the record. <laughs> do my best. Beep, pop, boop. Um, so what is interesting, though, you had talked about how Darth Vader, you know, they even mention it, you know, Obi-Wan mentioned he's more machine than man. Um, so part of the reason that and I've got a little setup here with different – like setup. talking points for action figures of droids and The whole table is full of the display items that he's been doing with his Instagram because <sighs> he's a director and, and a, a crap load of figures um, all displayed. And but I brought out impressive. General Grievous because I would argue that he, even more so than Darth Vader. He's impressive. Like he's very much a droid, like a machine. Like he's right. so much, like he's organic. 
but so much of his body, right. like, well, more than Dark Vader. And I mean, the multiple lightsabers and stuff. That's like he was fun an to engineer. Watch. Like if you dig into his history, like he was taken by Count Dooku, like saved. Like he was basically on the brink of death. Like he's he's a species of alien, right? And then they just basically chopped off everything that he had, kept his core and like his face, and then basically put in lungs that were you know mechanical. Why is why he's coughing all the time? Right. Like and then just lines of Darth Vader. Right. So I got that. You know, that's just interesting, at least to bring up. And he was the leader of the separatist. You know, leader of the droids. And the way he can whip around the four different lightsabers at a time—that's impressive to watch. Like he was just gen, like. Not genetically. He was engineered to be a a war, you know, general. assassin, you know, right. general, whatever you want to call it. Like, his body – and what it, what it reminds me of is the modders in Book of Boba Fett, you know, like where these yeah. people are, like, voluntarily taking off parts of their body or replacing parts of their body to have a mechanical advantage. Better versions of them. And so, like I said, those lines are so blurred where it's like those are organic beings that are using parts of droids to enhance – abilities you know basically hybrids yeah the best of the organic yep right they're taking the best of yeah both worlds and my now 19 year old son when he was little and still actually liked star wars we can't even bond about that because he he likes somebody he's not as big a geek when it comes to that as i am um he used to call him jean grievous like he's some french explorer jean grievous (laughs) (laughs) no i'm thinking of like a french uh, dub of the movie, <laughs> and I'm gonna be disappointed. If I change the the subtitles to French or right. change the voiceover to French, I'm gonna be very disappointed if it doesn't print. If they don't pronounce it like that, <laughs> right. it turns into a romance novel. General Grievous. Jean Grievous. Well, hello there. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Anything else on you wanted to? Note, yeah. Let's get on to troop. Anything else you wanted to talk about with? The droids or anything? That no, I, I, I think I hope I did a good enough job. Just, yeah. exp- I mean, they did. I basically I looked up every type of droid there is and all the classes. I mean, there was a few in the list that I found that weren't mentioned, but I've added, and that's right. I mean, and basically, if, uh, we've covered every aspect of life, so right. it would make sense that all these different droids do exist, and now we know what they are. Right, and I would say my favorite, if I had to pick three, I think. I love the astromech droid. I love yeah, R two. Right. I love R four. I love those that they're R5 so versatile. Yeah, just the the, the they're so the artificial intelligence is just insane. Um, and then I guess I don't know that I have like a third one, but my second one would be the those droid decas, the like ones that like curl up into a ball and then roll oh, and yeah. then come up and like I I just always thought that that you know that type and and, and even like an imperial probe droid like those are just cool like iconic right know. with their armor and everything the way yeah they look. yeah right I, so. even as you're describing those i'm thinking about the little like they look like trapezoids mm-hmm. on the like millennium falcon or no on the on the death star they look like almost um the vacuum droids that we have oh yeah yeah i mean yeah, the mouth i think those were mouse droids I think so, yeah, like, yeah i think that's the, what the little mouth yeah the little ones running around yeah yeah they, right. even those are they yeah. had their purpose and they kind of scare easy those are even kind of cute yeah i hate to say the word cute when it comes to a little droid but well yeah, yeah i guess they were yeah yeah definitely so I feel really manly saying that 
It's okay. This is a safe space. Oh, <laughs> thank, thank you. It wasn't a, a trooper. It now. wasn't a safe space before, but now it is. Yeah. All right. Let's so, see Ben and talk about troopers. Today. <laughs> Let's talk about troopers. All right. So I, I, like Mickey said, I kind of split this up into basically clone troopers, imperial troopers, and then first order troopers, stormtroopers. So it's like clone first troopers, stormtroopers, first order stormtroopers, kind of, and the, the various classes. There's just so much to cover, and so I kind of I tried to break it down by you know. Some of the things, common things that you might have seen on screen, but I guess first thing when you're talking about clone troopers, you can't, you have to talk about Jango Fett because clearly they're all clones of Jango Fett. Right. So, his DNA. um, his DNA, he was a bounty hunter and he was one of the, is actually, I read something that he was the most famous bounty hunter at his time when he died. Cad Bane, who Jango Fett trained, right. then became the most ruthless, most famous bounty hunter in that kind of gap. You know, which makes sense because he's in the Clone Wars. He's in, uh, you know, he's in Book of, or, uh, Book of Boba Fett. Sure well, he's in Book of Boba Fett, but he was in um, he was in Clone Wars. He was in Rebels. He was in for a little bit for the yeah, Bad Batch. You know, so like he's clearly a prevalent. You know, but anyways, tangent here. But so Jango he's a Fett, legendary character. He's a legendary Wars. character that has trained other bounty hunters, and right. then ironically enough, Cad Bane then trains Boba Fett, his son. So right. just in strong influence, in yeah. The bounty hunter um, world. but they they. I, well, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there's one more. Like, I think it's kind of forgotten at times when they used Jango Fett's DNA. They they also they took the, him, but I think they tried to perfect it too. Yeah, they modified his DNA, which um, which is where yep. like because people think, oh, well, then Boba is just another version. No, Boba is literally. The way we were all born, right? He's not touched at all. Right. He wasn't manipulated in any way. He's he's the DNA of, but he's literally like a son he would have had on his own. Correct. Yes. So that's that, the difference. That, that's what I was going to get at too. Is that you know obviously you've got like the Bad Batch and those types of clones that were heavily genetically modified and like experimental, you know, the, trying in, to perfect in the genetic engineering that the Caminos did. Right. Um. But then you had Jango Fett or Boba Fett that was yeah. The biggest difference, though, between... Because Django asked to have his own, basically. Right. Yeah, he wanted his own... Basically, he wanted his own son. He wanted a kid. Yeah. Um, but the difference... The biggest difference between Boba Fett... And it's interesting because, you know, the timeline of all this is it took them 10 years to create a basically 20-year... They were accelerated growth, right? So if you look at that and you look at the timeline of when Obi-Wan gets to Kamino and he's learning about all this and he sees Boba Fett for the first time... Boba Fett was like 10 years old or whatever, 12 years old. And so the clones were ready to go. They were 20 years old, right? And so then you extrapolate that to like, you know, these clone commanders who survived Order 66, who survived up until Return of the Jedi. Like they're old guys because they're accelerating at such a quicker rate, you know? Um, So so anyways, I just had to get that out of the way because – because the Phase 1 clone troopers, well, all the DNA was used for Phase 1, Phase 2 clone troopers. They were all used from Jango Fett. I'm picturing um, my grandpa in a clone trooper <laughs> armor. <laughs> like like South Korean vet or, oh you my know, God. like World War II vet yeah. or something. That would be fun. Kind of have a cane. Oh, you got this, this clone trooper armor on and you got a cane to get a walk with or a walker. <laughs> at Yes, I'm twisted. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what we'd call them. Um, so, so just kind of breaking it down even further. So you've got the phase one clone troopers, right? So they were what you saw in attack of the clones. They were the, uh, original armor type. They had that like, kind of like spoiler thing, fin on the top of their helmet. And 
you the what from what they talked about this this type of clone this type of armor is that it was really uncomfortable you know and it was it wasn't practical they they improved upon it in phase two and i'll talk about phase two but somehow they extrapolated that isn't it crazy i mean I we, we talk about this like it's world but then I, my cynical side this is fictional stuff right. in there. they're bitching about the armor not being comfortable well no not necessarily that they were bitching but they they created whether or not it was done on purpose they created a reason to advance to phase oh two, right you know right so, but i mean basically this is more real aspects of this yes making it you know, just yeah. a real story. Exactly, and that's that's what I love is that pulling those those realistic elements. Um, but anyway, so so yeah, you've had these Phase One clone troopers, and right from the beginning, you had Jedi who were kind of like teamed up with certain units, certain battalions. But you might have seen, and I never knew. This is kind of like the whole like Jedi Kyber Crystal thing that like Abby explained to us in our Star Wars episode. Is like they never talk about this stuff on screen, right. but there was definitely different classes in like a rank order that you even saw in attack of the clones so the yellow accents the yellow armor was a commander and a commander was in what led 10 like 16 captains sorry 16 captains red was the captain who led four lieutenants lieutenants were blue and so the each colors lieutenant, are like stripes. Basically. Like they were like meant something. Like I just right. thought it was just like oh, random, cool, a splash of color. Well, like the army has, you can tell that exactly. a, a, a private is a private and a general is a general just because yeah. of their stripes or whatever. You know? And this is yeah, on the battlefield. You could tell because the of rank colors. order. Yep. Right. And then a lieutenant was in charge of four sergeants, and then a sergeant who was like a greenish pea green. They were in in a squad or a leader of a squad of nine just normal white troopers. So those just white, plain white troopers that you saw. White in those. color, not race. Armor color. So, yeah, I just thought that was, you know, that's really interesting to me that they were, they, they put that, obviously, it's, a, it's, it's like a whole, it's a military structure that they really put the thought into, like you said, to, to build this. And so, you know, I, I've got my little, like I said, this little diorama. And so I've got this, like, lone lieutenant that they actually sell, you know. So they even, they went along with, you know, that in terms of the, and I, I think it outpaid, like, I think they went back. They were just kind of like, I don't know that they necessarily, when the original toys came out, they were like, it was just like, hey, Red Storm Troop, or Clone Troop. Like, they didn't know. I'm not sure you know, they did. They, yeah. You know, um, so then I've got that, and then I've got a captain. And so these original Phase 1 Clone Troopers then created either ranked up like they they went up in ranks as the war went on or were just designed that way like these guys were genetically engineered or they showed potential in training to to get those positions so they could advance yeah they, they could advance but it's, it's just interesting that it's like day one it's like you were designed to be a captain right you know you yeah. were genetically engineered to have these you didn't have to abilities. earn your stripes or anything you, know, you were just that built. was we made you in a test tube to be right. this way so right. Just, just an interesting, you know, kind oh, of side right. note about that. I, and it, I maybe we're going that way in our, you know, civilization. Well, I heard with something about it one time do. that you could pick your gender, like genetically modify when a baby is Wouldn't conceived. Me, you know, right. but oh yeah, I think they've been discussing that for a long time. Right. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, that's a whole, yeah, a whole other subject. The whole God about, complex. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Right. Makes you question everything. Um, so then you had the Phase Two clone troopers, and this is what you see in Return of or Return of the Jedi. Wow, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, you see these like more streamlined, 
and you see these colors that mean something different. And the colors actually mean either a specific class, like a, a specific uh, type of trooper, like, for example, a clone pilot or a shock trooper or a clone scout or a commander or a galactic marine. So there was all these different things that they could mean, but they also were like battalions or units, right? So like an example, and I'll go over it in a little bit, but like Commander Cody who was working with Obi-Wan had these orange, you know, he had these orange highlights. Nice. All of the people, all of the troops in his unit all had that same color, right? And then you see like the 501st, who's the blue accents that, that Anakin was in charge of that you see marching into the, the, the Jedi temple at the end of Reven Revenge of the Sith or yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting that they went away from like these colors, meaning these, ranks and then they're like they completely took it and like had their own personalities gave themselves names i mean they got really really close to these jedi commanders like that's a whole part of star wars that isn't really explored in the movies is the clone wars tv shows where you just see these guys like out there fighting for their brothers and like these jedi just like getting extreme attachments to like these what you clones. picture in these army movies or exactly even exactly. buddies that i've had who served they, they said they'll never have that kind of bond or camaraderie exactly. that they had when they were in the military. Exactly. With so, anyone, including their families, you know? Yeah, and, and that's and that's why it was so heartbreaking when Order 66 happened. It was just like you see these guys who literally the entire life have worked alongside these Jedi and then turn on them. And some of them obviously were easier to do than others. Some of them took out their inhibitor trip and all that other stuff. But it just it just it's like the Civil War. So yeah. Brother against brother. It just makes it so sad right. um, that, that that even happened. I but mean, they love each other, and now they got to fight each other. And so kind of going into that a little bit more. So these are some of the groups that were with um, the Jedi or who was signed to the Jedi. Um, so you got um, Captain Rex, who, like I said, the 501st, he's the leader of 501st. He's obviously with Anakin. The blue, they have the blue um accents and so i think we saw we see rex in in bad batch yeah yeah, yeah. yep because yeah. um, i didn't watch the clone wars so i'm familiar with rex just because i watched all of the bad batch he wasn't in any of the movies i don't think no yeah so i, I think it was an after like they kind of filled in the gaps right. you know they might have um, made reference to him but I, he wasn't a main character i mean any kind of character in the movie I don't and know. Like I said, they, they came in in the Jedi Temple. Sir, he that five oh first though Rex had left the unit or was like with Ahsoka when Order sixty six happened, but that five oh first directly turned into stormtroopers and served under Darth Vader. So like Anakin had those same guys that he served with in the Clone Wars and made them into stormtroopers. So like it's just really interesting. It's like. You just see these, like, white stormtroopers, you're like, oh, this is another, you know, whatever. But, like, no, these are clones that fought alongside Anakin before he, he became Darth Vader. Like, he definitely – and I saw something else that was, like, I wonder if – I wonder if Darth Vader keeps Boba Fett around because his voice reminds him of Captain Rex. And it's just like, oh, God, right in the field. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, so anyways, moving on. Obi-Wan, like I said, Commander Cody. Uh, you see these guys, like, prominently in um, – in, uh, uh, Return of Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Sith. God, episode three, episode three, episode three. Um, There's 11 episodes. You're allowed to make a mistake. With the, the 212th. Um, so they, they had airborne troopers. Um, 
Upatau, uh, that was the big, you know, you saw them there. You saw them coming in to, to help fight General Grievous. Um, and then I really love the design of the next Stormtrooper. So there's the 104th Battalion. So in, in I'm sorry, the, the 41st, sorry, got my numbers. 41st Elite Corps, who are like the green... They, you saw them on Kashyyyk fighting alongside the Wookiees, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had that, like, scout trooper look, and then General Gree was the leader of that group of, of soldiers. And I just love the camouflage type The camouflage, like the, like, the reconnaissance. And it's just interesting because we'll talk about scout troopers in a little bit, but, like, they were, like, snipers, like, reconnaissance. It just is interesting to me, and I loved – I just love that design. I love the scout trooper design. Well, they're battling in a different environment is what it comes down to, right? I mean. Right. So, yeah. Um, so, we've got those guys who were under um, – they were under – oh, God. Here we go. Luminari Undunley. Und, und, I, I don't know. The one girl with the black hood. Oh, yeah. Um, you see her Luminari, in, I think. Luminari, yeah. yeah. Um, Call her L. Right. And so, like I said, General Gree, uh, who famously was decapitated by um, Yoda right at the, the end right. there. Right. Um, and then you've got... He's bouncing around and then walking with a cane afterward. <laughs> um, Kai Adumundi, the guy with the big cone yep. head. Yep. Kai Adumundi, yeah. Yep. So the him, yeah. Bakra or Bak, the, the, the 24th Nova Corps, basically, they've got a red, like, hooded material... Um, these guys were like galactic Marines and they, there's just another Jedi, um, uh, just another one worth mentioning. Alea, they came up with the names of these guys. Is I, another, well, and it's, another it's interesting too. Like they like customize like world war two style. Like, like we'll get to, um, Plo Koon. He was a part of the wolf pack, right? So there was like commander wolf was spelled differently, but they had like these wolf like logos on their helmets. Right. And then they actually painted a picture, like, on their LAATs, like, their ships, their dropships, of Plo Koon, Plo mm. Koon, his, their commander. Right. And then, like, in, I forget the name, it's, like, Arabic, Arabesh or something, the Star Wars language. Oh. In those letterings, it's, like, Plo's bros is what they oh, really? It's, like, a little Easter egg. No it's like, kidding. So, like, like, like I said, like, they were, like, really, like, they were not just... I mean, they were clones, and, like, part of the reason why it was so easy to, like, you know, medically treat them, uh, get the same – you didn't have to change any type of sizes for any of their their uh, armor. Everything was exactly the same. But they did develop their own personalities so, so much so. So many parallels I mean, to our military branches. Exactly. I and mean, and like, what they talked about, like too – Stolen or, right from it. Right. Know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's direct parallels. Right. But it's interesting because, like, the fighting styles even, where it was, like – Captain Rex and the 501st were very, like, fly off the seat of your pants, that type of action. Like, think, you know, do and then think about it later. And that was right. Anakin, right? That was the way he operated. Right. And that's why they worked so well together. So it was, like, partially that type of thing where it was, like, they tried to pair them with a Jedi group or, like, the Jedi were paired with a group of clones that directly complemented their fighting how, styles how they, and leadership how they styles. At things and how they yep. acted on things. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, like I said, the, the Plo Kloon, the Wolf Pack, um, they were the 104th Battalion. They had, like, a gray uh, color scheme. Um, if you remember, they actually shot down Plo Kloon in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, he was flying, you know, he was in his Jedi 
interceptor or whatever. Yeah, I can picture him perfectly when you say his name. So yeah, right, right. right. Um, big, big aspect. Um, and then you've got Alea Secura, which was Commander Bly. And again, these are just – you just see them briefly in the Order 66 scene. You know, you don't see them until you really dive into a Clone Wars TV right. show. You know, yeah. these, are, these are characters – that are just not, you know, which is why those shows became so popular because there was some familiarity with these characters, but you didn't know anything about them. And then the Clone right. Wars introduces them and lets right. you know exactly who they are. And they are. had the ability, I mean, they had so much content so over how many seven seasons oh, like that they 20, could really some explore episodes that. too, right? Or yeah, something? it was, yeah. it was a lot they of really content. Went into it, yeah. Um, so, so Commander Bly, and he was the 327th Star Corps, the yellow. Uh, sand kind of yellowish um and you see him killing alea secura on felucia famously which is kind of interesting they they rode around those big slugs when we talked about like the different uses for creatures in their you yeah. know home world i just think that it's really interesting too that like they're riding around these slugs because that was the native species like right. they were riding around tauntauns they the lived on other planets like yeah, you wouldn't right. you wouldn't think to you know I don't know. It's just they even it's just differentiate cool. the different animals because of a different planet and environment. Yeah, it's like you, you're utilizing that. Um, I mean, the, the levels, the layers that these this story has is just. I mean, we don't look this far into our own world right. that we're living in. Right, it's amazing. Um, and then the last one that I want to talk about is just they didn't really have a Jedi counterpart. Um, is Commander Fox and the uh, Coruscant Guard? They're like the shock troops. They have the red coloring. Uh, really, it's Palpatine who's, I mean, Coruscant and Palpatine and everybody, like, he's really their leader. And you see them at the end of Revenge of the Sith when um, Palpatine oh, yeah. walks up on Darth Vader. Um, you know, they, you know, I mean, they were on he's Mustafar. He's not the Emperor yet, but he's turning into that. Right. Um, and then the last one is just, I, I just want to talk about, like, Sergeant Hunter and the Clone Force 99, the Bad Batch. Like, we kind of they are their own unit. So it's just kind of interesting. Like they even took and created an entire unit of heavily modified, genetically modified, like the same clone, but they completely screwed with their genetics to create specific. That was aspects. intentional. Then it wasn't that they just broke off on their own. That, that no, actually, they, they, they created that, they that group it. of clones for specific missions that were like extreme. I mean, you like got special, like special, special ops. ops. Yep. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, they, they had that red and black and gray. Um, They'd be they, like the they were called Ber- for special missions. Yeah. Like Green Beret or along the exactly. lines of those guys, right? Um, so, like, Crosshair, you know, clearly, like, he's got extreme, you know, sharpshooting abilities. And, like, he's a part of that unit to complement and use as part. You know, Wrecker can have this extreme strength and all these right. things that, like, they basically took all the all-stars and they thought, well, what could we do with this group? And so they obviously explored that in Bad Batch. I think they explored that in, um, Clone Wars, Clone Wars too. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, um, so yeah, those are, I, I just find that super interesting. Just those, those connections of the characters, how they, they're kind of like, they obviously they are, they're not kind of, they are their own personalities. Um, and that they were just able to do like, have that attachment to the Jedi in a way that like, you just you, it's lost on you if you don't like explore more watch the clone wars or like like you you can see it clearly between Cody and Obi-Wan where you're like there's a history there like right. they're very well they're clones you know, 
they're they're clones, but they're still human DNA. Yeah. Exactly. So they're they're still gonna they're still human beings that are gonna have their own perspectives, their own experiences, their own personalities mm-hmm. that are caused by you know just life in general. So yeah, I, I, they're organic beings. They were just mimicked from one particular guy's genes, you know. So exactly. Okay, so moving on to Imperial Stormtroopers. Uh, you can see there was like a transition period, and they kind of show that in the Bad Batch. But these are direct descendants of the clone troopers. I mean, even to the point where, like I said, some of the stormtroopers were clone troopers, were clones of Jango Fett. Um, I want to – this is a, a big point of contention in the Star Wars community. I want to point out the fact that their armor was meant to help protect them – against blast fire okay they were just knocked down though because of the force so they were like hit and knocked out like so they didn't necessarily die right away excuse me some of them did die but that to me digging into this a little more the classic stormtrooper like the white armor that you see with all the different aspects of it yeah that wasn't necessarily supposed to be like kevlar armor protecting them against blaster fire that was supposed to be a environmental protection like it was protecting the human from the elements if that makes sense it wasn't necessarily like you know like you were going to be protected against like what like people have talked about like why why doesn't it protect them well first of all the only known substance that our material was Beskar that I know of in the Star Wars universe that could completely protect you against blaster fire, right? Right. That's expensive as hell. They're not going to outfit an entire army in Beskar, not to mention that it's rare, it's expensive. It just, on a fundamental, like, just economy or, like, budgeting standpoint, it makes perfect sense that they used a cheaper material for the Stormtrooper that didn't allow them to be completely killed but it wasn't beskar level if that makes sense so they were able they were able to you know live in certain environments and you know you see the different classes then of you know like a a snow trooper you know those those that armor was specifically made for cold weather environments um you've got you know different scout troopers who had you know their their helmets were specially designed to be able to look further out, like micro macro binocular type situation, and their their outfit or their um their armor was meant to be able to like be you can you can see the differences in terms of mobility, like a scout more trooper is able yeah exactly they're they able they're out there on their speeder bikes they're doing reconnaissance missions they're able to get in and get out quick they're not they're 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 sacrificing the protection of a typical stormtrooper uh outfit or, or armor for that mobility um so yeah i guess it was just interesting to me to see how those types of classes uh in 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 speaking of that so you've got like pilot classes so you've got you know um a a uh what's the oh, i'm blanking on this who's the, not a shadow trooper but what's the what's the the type of vehicle the type of like dot like a the imperial equivalent to an x-wing what was it uh 
like a the tie fighter? tie fighter, a oh. tie fighter pilot. So you've got those who are different classes. So you've got like an ATAT driver or a tie fighter pilot. Um, but then you also have you know like a shadow trooper and I you know incinerator trooper, a death trooper, a scout trooper. So the I mean it's just it's just really interesting to me that they were able to then specialize in certain worlds or certain you know almost like the droids where they were had a special purpose right they were there for a purpose uh incinerator trooper is a perfect example of this so you've got a guy it's a cool name who is incinerator trooper he's got this like red uh, you know um you see him in uh, the at the end of uh season one of the mandalorian he's got a he's got a flamethrower right and he, right. He, like these guys like they even went into the lore of these that were like pyromaniac guy type of guys. Like they came in, like you know you're gonna get your shit rocked if right. these guys show up, right? Like Xcon. And so it's just it's just interesting that they were able to take and even dive even further. Um and then you've got, you know, going back to the clone troopers, I mean, the elite what is it, the elite squad no, what am I thinking? It's a I think it's elite squad trooper or elite stormtrooper. Um those guys were working with they were like the first round of stormtroopers like they weren't using clones right you see right. that in the bad batch um there is a major difference between them yeah and and so you can see they are using phase 2 clone armor but they're recruited individuals they're not clones right um it's an elite i think it's elite Death or elite stormtrooper, elite something it's like trooper. People signing up for the army, basically. Yeah, not, and and they they weren't genetically designed. Right. They. For that it was purpose. the first. It was the basically the first time they went away from the clone troopers. Right. Um, like a draft almost. Or right. Or like a volunteer. Yeah. yeah I don't and, think they draft. So they had them. they had the black armor. You see that. You see that in um, the Bad Batch. Um, and then let's see. So you got like we talked about snow troopers. This is a regular stormtrooper. Um, so then. Like, even in video games, they have, like, specialized... Like, there's the Shadow Trooper from the Force Unleashed video game. I mean, this is, like, a guy that had, like, black armor with, like, blue accents, but he they were using, like, experimental cloaking devices where he, like... They looked more like ninjas to me. Than, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Like, but they had, like, an ability to, like, have, like, a cloaking... Like, they yeah. could just go invisible, right. you know? So, like, they even... You know, those types of things were available or being explored by that's the kind of trooper you know, i want to be <laughs> well and then the video i mean the video games are insane there's so much that goes oh, into the right. game in the video games and which there's are so canon. many versions of them too um so let's see are you then you've got like the shore troopers you see these in like rogue one um uh they specialized for that like beach assault type of of environment uh sand trooper you see those at the beginning of um they're riding the dewbacks uh, they specialize. Right. They they've got a more like robust armor that's specialized for like a two sun planet like Tatooine. And as often as I've seen that movie, I know exactly what you're talking about. I had no idea they were designated as sand troopers necessarily. So I didn't know this. This little thing that's like on their shoulder that's colored. Like it's called a, a pauldron. Oh I didn't, sure. I didn't know what that was. I <laughs> So you're a, you're a pauldron for not knowing that. I'm a pauldron <laughs> because you didn't. The cl- what am I saying? So clone troopers I I just had a stroke. Certain clone <laughs> troopers did have these, but I think that they used them a lot more for whatever reason in the specialized 
So it's like a cape, but is it covering something up? What's no, the purpose it's just of it? it's just like stripes on like a uniform in the military. Oh, it's, it's just, just like an indication of your class or your it's specialty. Just an indication of you know? valor or whatever. So you saw on the sand troopers, they had that pauldron, right? right. And depending on if they were like a sergeant or just a regular sand uh-huh. trooper or whatever, they had different colors of pauldrons. It, it meant something to oh, okay. them, you know. And clearly, like I said, they didn't explain that because you it's think like that would be like kind of a hindrance, though. Yeah. I material. would think so. I don't know that I'd want it, you know. Unless they're covering up a tattoo that they don't want to show up <laughs> or something. Is there like Snoopy underneath? What would be the, well, what would be the equivalent to, like, the Navy uh, anchors in the in the Imperial military? What's, <laughs> like, what's an equivalent to an anchor in the Navy of the – I'll have to I think about know. that. Like a like – a, Kind of landing gear? Landing gear or maybe like a, like a parachute. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. I'm picture down like that. Elmo. They right. wanted to cover it up with these pauldrons because they had an Elmo tattoo they got <laughs> right. <drunk> one night. <laughs> On their armor. Um, but then, so so one of the other ones that, like, cause I just, I find it so interesting that I love, like, like what they call, like, troop building with, like, action figures and stuff. I just love the, like, the different variety. Like, there's so many unique characters who have, like, their specific. Um, that are st- artillery stormtrooper, I just want to talk about this for a second. In the Mandalorian where he's going to that like Jedi temple with Grogu, like you see him one time in that episode. That's it. That's the entire canon. And yeah. and you see him and he's got basically mortar. He's dropping mortars and he's yellow and he's got a yellow pauldron. And it's like, it's so cool that like they were able to like, okay, we're going to come up with this new stormtrooper t- class. Right. You know, Just you don't see that, him anywhere else. I think, I think you might see him in one of the video games or something. But they like divulge that. an entire story just because of that one little. Yeah. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. Um, and I talked about – so I talked about the scout troopers. I They are – when we talk about types of in, imperial clone troop or imperial troopers, scout troopers are just my favorite. I just love that aesthetic. I love them riding around in the speeder bikes and everything about those types of troopers. I The only thing – because I'm a hunter and I'm into like – That's not long even range, your favorite movie though, right? What's that? Return of the Jedi. No, but I just, I just love those. Like I love them, the seeing p- them in the Mandalorian. I love the premise. Of you know, the fact troopers. that they use scout troopers with the camo in the clone, the clone troopers right. with the camo in, in a scout trooper, you know, uniform. Um, but I guess what I was gonna say is, they being a hunter and being like a guy who's like really enjoys like long range shooting and like, like that whole aspect of being a sniper. They were snipers. Like, they were right. a sniper class, and you don't see that at all. And I think that was, like, a huge, right. like, like it's a miss to, like, give them these little, like, cricket pistols. Right. Like, they're so, yeah. like, more useful That's as, That's a major you know, skill. Right, exactly. And they just kind of blow past it. And yeah. I, and, yeah, that one detail is kind of, like you said, kind of missed. I, I just, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I just think it's so interesting and, and cool, like the coloring and the, just the, the aspects of it. Um, I do have an action figure. We talked about this off mic, but it's a holiday stormtrooper. I got to at least get that. It's a completely made up. It's not a canon, trooper. but it looks like a Christmas tree. So yeah. um, let's see. What it's else? really intimidating. Oh, Death Trooper. Why did I forget? I almost forgot the Death Trooper. He's hiding, hiding behind there. So Death Troopers are really interesting. Uh, give me a second. Death Troopers are actually, they aren't well-known. Um, you see them in uh, Rogue One. You see oh. them in um, the uh, Mandalorian. He's with Mo- They're with Mo- Moff Gideon. Oh, okay. That's they where I remember seeing them. They are taller than Stormtroopers, and they are actually 
more along the lines of clone troopers. Like they actually genetically and they like were cybernetically modified them. Oh really? I don't know that to they were bred, even. but they're like, like they're there's a like lore behind them. Like you see them coming, and it's like they're protecting like big wigs in the Imperial Navy. You know? Oh right. They're, they're not just your average everyday. Um, it just an oh they weren't they weren't genetically modified or anything though they I don't know that they were genetically modified I, I forget I but they had they had a certain well, type well. of person in mind when they formed this <laughs> my my responsible for protecting critical individuals and operations for the imperial military death troopers are lethal and menacing opponents the only the best cadets are selected to become death troopers okay. undergoing rig- rigorous training and receiving top secret augmentations so they oh, so they chose they're more the like modders you know like the, those modders from the man, or from book of Boba Fett. so they the best cl- the best stormtroopers and then they took them and made them even better. And basically. and they had to have a certain height requirement met too, obviously. I, I think so. at least the ones that you see on screen are just taller. Um, make them far superior than other Imperial infantry. Ominous name suggests a link to a rumored advanced weapons research project that reanimates dead flesh. So, like, it's even to that point where it's like they're – there's just a lot of, like – these are really important, really heavily modified people. They're not just you. Yeah, basically. Wow, yeah. And the, the last one I want to talk about for, for Imperial Stormtroopers and then Force Troopers, I just, they're my least favorite of all, so I can talk about them a little bit. Well, they just, don't, they don't, they're they, just a carbon copy. I mean, there's a snow trooper, there's an interior trooper, there's a jet trooper. But they're when all I think like, of them, I just, just think of them as the guys who walk alongside the president, you know? Right. Just like bodyguards, basically. They don't really ever come into yeah. action. You know? I mean, in the the sequel trilogy, the, clearly they're first order troopers, right? They're there, right. but they're just take the stormtroopers, cha- change what's going on with the look. I think the stormtroopers might be attacking the house. <laughs> so, um, but the last one I want to talk about for Imperial troopers is a dark trooper because it's a it's a droid. Oh. But it's a trooper. But it's a droid. It all but it's comes a back around. So it's just really interesting to me that. that they're like, you know, they were actual physical human beings. They took away that weakness, and then they created them to be droids. But they're, they're hybrid troopers. They're, 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 the ones that you see by the time that the Mandalorian comes out, those were fully droids. There no, there's, there's no, no organic, human at organic no, anything. Oh, okay. Right. But the predecessors to them were organic. Building up you to know. that. So um, perfected them. And then, yeah, like I said. By eliminating the organic aspect, they perfected <laughs> Yeah, they made them, yeah. Um, like Sheldon Cooper in Big Bang Theory. I, I guess I didn't hear that. Well, right he there. wants to be a robot. Not oh, oh That's always gotcha, gotcha. Uh, most famous First Order, we're moving on to the First Order. Most famous First Order trooper was Finn, obviously. Uh, one thing I want to talk about. African-American, with, too, so it's nice how they yeah. put that in there, too. Um, but what I want to talk about is, like, they were – think imperial they were they were conscripted or they were you know volunteers but they were also kidnapped like i think once you got past the clones both first order and imperial they were kidnapped or they were like taken from their families not necessarily their own which is why finn escapes right right and you see like this almost like um but not it's a rebellion but what's the word for it um when you like go in a wall oh what do they call that uh uh deserter like being a deserter, yeah. right? I think there's another word for Anarchy? it. Anarchy? No. When they rise up against the no, not rising up. Like oh. when in the military, when you leave, like you leave the military, but you're not 
Like, oh. you're in the middle of battle and you just peace out. It's like a desert. It's a deserter. Like, That's what I'm yeah. um, Captain Phasma, uh, the silver, uh, just a really interesting. Feels like a potential just wasted. I don't know. Like, right. they could have done more with her, with her character. Um, I mean, you've got so many, again, just so many different types of stormtroopers that were kind of just ripped. I mean, Flame Trooper is an incinerator trooper. It's the same thing. It's just first order. And you saw that where? Uh, I think you see these guys at the beginning of uh, episode seven. Uh, oh, burning right. out that village. Right. I looked from um, there. They have stormtroopers, and then they have something that even they call a snowspeeder. Like, it wasn't even like they were trying to be creative about it. You know, like, it was just like, yep, it's a stormtrooper and a snowspeeder. It's right. Like, okay. Filling the gap. You know. Um, discharge so, the word you were looking for? Like, no. Dishonorable like a discharge? Dis- I was thinking of a deserter. Like oh, that is the word you were thinking yeah, of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then you got, you know, your TIE fighter pilots. Uh, there's also a jet trooper, a first order jet trooper. There's Sith troopers. I couldn't even begin. There's so much to cover. It's it's hard to, like, I think I covered the ones that I was at least in, most interested in. We could spend an entire podcast just talking about the different types. See, no, that's fascinating because that, so. I've been watching it since it came out, you know. And you're learning more that stuff age. all right, the time. Right, and I never you know? knew that a lot of this stuff even existed because yeah. you just kind of take it for granted because it's not explained that much. I mean, how, how much more is there that you that we didn't necessarily know? Well, I mean, you, I mean, there's a lot other trooper types that I didn't even talk about. I mean, there's like stuff from them. the video games. There's stuff from the graphic novels. There's stuff from you know that's all canon, but just doesn't show up in a movie. Right, which know? is our, man usually our focus is the shows and the right. movies. So. Right, and even in the Clone Wars, there was troopers that showed up that weren't a part of any movie. So I don't so know. It's just there, really interesting. Is there any way we like if we were to do this again? Because we get so much feedback, and we'll, we'll learn how popular this is. If we do this again, is there any way we somehow differentiate those and talk about them? Or I think we, we just kind of covered it all we could, already. Ah, maybe. I'd have to think about it. I don't know that there would be enough there without just sounding kind of repetitive. Right, you know? or just going um, on too long about like it. Like I said, I just, I just love my favorite class, I think, is those Phase 2 clone troopers and just how they were so, so personalized. I mean, they took – and they they painted things on the side of their ships. They had differentiating colors. They had they they didn't just say clone commander two one six seven eight like it was clone Cody and clone Rex right. and clone Bly and clone Gree. Like they had their own names. They like like what you would expect from any human, but it's just when it's a clone, it's just you feel different about it. Like it just feels different. But I just love that aspect of like that. I mean, they even talk about it. You hear it in the Bad Batch, like my brother. You know, you're my, right. you know, my brother. Which my, is such a real life, you know, type of so that element. I just, I love that aspect of troopers. Like, don't get me wrong. There's nothing like watching a stormtrooper on screen coming out, and like they were meant to be an intimidating force. Dun, you know? dun, 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 exactly. Right. So, I, I mean, but, I think from what I've read. It was kind of like the Hitler armies, is right? What yeah, that was the. And you, I mean, yep. just that ominous, dark feeling, like like your hope is being sucked out of you. Exactly. Really when they come, yeah, your day is not going to be good. So yeah. yeah. Um. But again, I just I love that there's like shadow troopers, and then there's like the elite stormtroopers, and elite shadow, and like the incinerator troopers, and like all these different classes. It just it's just interesting to me because I feel like we've talked about this before. With these books especially, and with the movies and everything, like you can be as detailed as you want and talk about the different p- 
pieces of armor and how many made up a stormtrooper's outfit. Or you can just be like, that's a stormtrooper, and I can appreciate that for what it is. Right. Like, you can get as little or as detailed, depending on what your preference is. Because you know for guys purpose. like me, like, I love reading about this stuff. Right, and like, but you know their you know, purpose by looking at them. But, yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. It kind of reminds me of G.I. Joe. Yeah. How they, they have, you know, how you actually, actually, yeah, actually, actually, I just said, wow. You get the action figure, and they actually have a card, and each one of them has yes. its own synopsis describing who he is exactly. and his, kind of his, some of his background. That's his kind of along the lines strengths of these guys. and yeah, special right. his, specialties. His code and, name and all that stuff, you know. Yep. It's exactly. making them individuals as a big part of the whole. Right. And this, the different, like I said, just specialized units equivalent to, like, special ops and these, you know, anyways, so. Yeah, it's pretty elaborate. It's amazing. It's just, we could go on and on and on and on about them, but uh, I think we're I think we've pretty much covered it for the most part of the just this type of stuff. And like I said, the Batman I think will be the next one that we, we next episode. So. But I, I mean, if if nothing else, to your point, the droids I could have gone a lot further. Just right. kind of explaining it goes, but yeah, individual exactly, droids, exactly. but even with the troopers, because there's a lot. I think I, I think with the troopers being a bigger, I mean. Like the droids are an important part of everyday life or whatever in that galaxy. The troopers were more a part of the focus yes, of the storyline. Yes, exactly. And, yep. and there's so many different versions, like you said. Right. I mean, I was ignorant about a lot of these that you mentioned today. So, yeah, we could go on and on. But I think the point you've made is just how elaborate this story is yes. and how detailed the all world. these aspects are from this George Lucas mind baby the, that he the had. world building and everything that went into it it just is really cool that they can at least you have like colors indicating different ranks like that's an ins- like it's such a it seems like a simple but it's also very like ingenious uh, i don't know and it's simple just, it's just like and the oh, thing clearly is, like and then when you start thinking about it more you're like obviously perfect. they needed a rank system in the military like they needed leaders and that were split into different units and, and as you were saying that i'm like i wonder why that they don't haven't applied some of this to our own military you know well Honestly, yeah. but, but a lot of it is mimicking, you know. Oh, for sure. You know, but. but the other thing is George Lucas, he created this galaxy. There's no way he envisioned the kind no, of detail. No. So this has just been, you know, the torch has been passed and they've taken it and run with it. But it's amazing. Yeah. Like, you have, there's an incredible, beautiful colored book that we're looking at right now that has all these pictures and descriptions. And that's just one of thousands that describe this kind of stuff mickey's talking about the star wars the complete visual dictionary new edition so right if you wanted to dig into that that. more um i i even looked at there's like a character encyclopedia i looked at the worlds there's a visual encyclopedia for um like uh vehicles uh there's just a lot these are gifts that his wife gets him yeah just different like reference books yeah no Shout out to my wife because she puts up with a lot. <laughs> so that being said, I should probably get back to helping out my wife. <laughs> to the circus. Uh, On that note. Yeah. Speaking of this, <laughs> getting old is mandatory. But growing up is optional. Thanks, guys. <laughs> what kind of creepy person do you have at the end of your show now? Mm-hmm. <laughs>